Yo, November already has a certain kind of feel to it. It just already does. Today, we're talking about a bright spot in supply chains, marketing moves for 2023, and a viral coal miner gets the nod. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I Dude, where else do you get this three headlines like This is like the that. word. This is the word. This is the word. I think it's grit. Like, I feel like every dealer I'm talking to is just like, let's go. Let's go. You know, every single one. Let's go. Let's get after it, you know. We're feel- g- we're gonna be all right. We're we're actually gonna make it out stronger, you know. It, whatever it is, whatever's coming, like it's like let's go. There's just this kind of like, like that you that, know, that scene that comes face. from Lord of the Rings, right? Where he's like, yes. whatever comes through that gate, <laughs> right? <laughs> Perfect. That's exactly. <laughs> oh it. That's my November. goodness! No, November. Just even in like pre-show conversation, prepping the show, you know, last night going back and forth, sharing some stuff. There's a feel for these last two months oh. of the year. It's just, it's there, right? It's, it's like palpable. I don't, I can't, I can't define it yet. And maybe you just said what it is. It's just like this feeling like we're ready for this. The cue the Eminem yeah. music. Gunk, 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 right. I yes, feel like yes. Mm-hmm. Don't miss chance. To, yeah, right. Just right there. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple things coming in hot. One is the creative track at the Modern Retail Conference. November 13th through 15th in Palm Beach. You can still go hang out with me and Kyle and Darren Doan, Nathaniel Grecklick, Ali Pinion. Uh, we're going to be teaching a creative workshop track. And there is actually, is the special still going on? Right? If you go as a manager, you can bring a creative for free. I think, I think you can still find that. It's like forward slash BOGO. Yep. Modern Retail Conference forward slash BOGO. And if you have any questions, just hit us up on social. Hit us up uh, on our email or whatever. We'll get you to it. We'll get you in. Um, launched a new podcast yesterday. That makes number four. What's it feel like Number that? four. And we got seven episodes out already. Let's go. Uh, you know, in, in a commitment to, uh, it's called In the Dirt with a Sotu. So if you search In the Dirt with a Sotu on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you're going to find it. Got a hot new cover. The cover looks really cool. I'm really proud of the cover art. I didn't make it. I'm proud. We of didn't. Uh, yeah, actually, someone, <laughs> someone new on our team. Who you'll get to know because she's going to start just dropping some design, amazing, amazing wizardry. Yeah, design, so. At the yeah. format of the podcast is is like in that five minutes to like what's the longest one so far? Like twelve minutes, maybe fifteen maybe. at the most. But yeah. these are podcasts and conversations we have when we're on the ground with dealers and industry partners, just ad hoc, freestyling the whole thing. Uh, we don't even have an intro. We just get right into it. I was like, welcome meeting to people one minute before we roll. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's things it. like that. That's it. So check it out if you want want some of those conversations and it's easy to see who it is. Uh, I think, is episode one Hugh Gene Fields? Is that episode one? I think so. See, it's either Hugh Gene or Damon. Uh, so one or the other. I can't remember which which launched first. Yeah, this Probably isn't in the news, but it is in the up. news. Today is yeah, the official transition right. of NAMAD, National Association of Minority Auto Dealers. Damon Lester, it's his first day as a free man. And Hugh Gene has taken the baton and now is in the fight for real, for real. So uh, if you follow them on LinkedIn, send them a little note of congratulations, either Damon or Eugene, because they both deserve a note of congratulations at this point. Eugene with an H, everyone. H- Eugene with an H. We actually so you know. cover that really early in the in the dirt, in the dirt episode. <laughs> the first thing <laughs> you would, we talk about. You would uh, let's talk <laughs> All about right, some get news. Into it, Paul. Get into it. Okay. Honda and Kia sales are revealing a, get this, a bright spot in ongoing supply chain challenges as Hyundai saw a 7% boost in volume and Kia recorded an October record as volume jumped 12% to produce 58,276 units. 
take that. Retail wow. deliveries are also up 11% overall to 58,700 roughly. As Randy Parker, CEO of Honda Motor of America noted, demand is still there and our lineup of EVs contributed to record sales this month. Uh, you know what's interesting is they ha they actually have a lineup. Yeah, they do. Like which is not which is not every every manufacturer. They have four of them uh that have accounted for a 101% increase. Uh so the Celtos, the Sorento, the Nero and the Forte all have EV or BEV uh hybrid lines in them. So Yep, double yeah. double the sales They're of last year. Things. Uh, noted in the automotive news articles that Genesis is also down 18%, but that's after 22 consecutive months of being up. So they just needed a little in here. Yeah, they needed a little breath. You know, I think, you know, I look back over the last couple years of the mode of advertising and marketing True, that Hyundai and Kia it. have been in. Oh, this is one. Such a great they've just been all in mm -hmm. and they have like, the, even the energy around their advertising and their video advertising is very forward. It's very young. There's a lot of like push toward tech. You know, when the um, uh, when when some of their models come out, there's a push toward tech. Or then they have, you know, they they did like the hamsters back in the day, and then they did the weren't they the ones that had the little the skeletons and stuff. So it's a That's very right. like. It's 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 moving forward. It's pushing the boundaries consistently of marketing and advertising. And so when you think about that and you back that into what type of buyer the EV persona is right now, it matches the really Gen clearly. Z so slash millennial move. They've done the work to find that audience, and then the 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 walk to EV is a very short. Yeah, it is. I mean, so we're looking at supply. And demand seeming like they're in a little bit of lockstep right now mm. on the EVs. That's got to feel really good. Which is a really nice place to be I would, as I a think, producer, as a manufacturer. I think I it like. is. So so it's great to see some good news coming out of supply chain. It's good to see a company balancing it well. And it's good to see the long-term brand marketing of a company being effective when the supply is there and the market is ready. Speaking of brand marketing. Stop. Segway. <laughs> Draw it's like we out. already knew. It's really it's like we already knew. <laughs> it's like we almost knew what story was coming next. <laughs> this is an interesting one. This one's from outside automotive. We're trying to bring some broad outside automotive thinking and imparting it and injecting it into the marketing uh, automotive marketing minds and CEO execs right now at this year's Association of the National Advertising's Advertisers Association Associate uh, Association of National Advertisers, the ANA. It's hard words after a whole night of candy last night. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, they had, their master, <laughs> they had their Masters of Marketing Conference uh, where CMOs and marketers from notable companies gathered from across the country to discuss 2023 strategies and best practices, noting, kind of the highlight, is noting pressure to cut marketing budgets in downturns is an historically losing formula. So a couple mm. companies you may have they, heard of. Real quick, real yeah. quick. I know that nobody in automotive has considered over the last year or into the next year cutting marketing budgets. So this probably is an irrelevant story, but you can keep going, you know. <laughs> 
Oh, laying it on thick. Laying it on thick. Uh, uh, CEO Bob Lightice opened the conference with a warning against cutting marketing to a large audience of members, including execs from little companies like MasterCard, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, and many others. He argued that brands will win when they actively differentiate themselves and defend the productivity of their investments in marketing in uncertain times. So what I hear him saying is, when what you're telling me <laughs> is that when times get uncertain, the people who stick to the marketing guns and talk about relevant things actually disproportionately win on the other side. And that's what I heard. They gain what we call market share. Mm -hmm. So and, and this is what I think is interesting is and I, I posted about this on LinkedIn the other day, but um, a lot of people, when they think market share, they only think end results. So business outcomes, so sales or service market share, earning a customer base, but you can also gain market share in advertising platforms. So uh, one of the things that everybody uh, was talking about is in Q3 advertisers like Meta and um, so Facebook, Instagram, YouTube primarily saw and Snapchat saw massive downturns in advertising revenue. Now, Amazon was an outlier. They did not see that same change. But when all these platforms are seeing loss in advertising revenue, that tells us that the majority of advertisers are starting to pull back on these platforms. Well, you can actually gain market share long-term by investing in these platforms when everybody else isn't. You buy, you buy ads at a lower cost and you hit more of your audience with a higher frequency of reach and because you are exercising an always on strategy, you actually continue that same that same stream when other advertisers come back because they have to fight for attention that you already have. Um, and so like when you think market share, just don't just think business outcomes. It's almost like think advertising share. opportunity. It's yeah, like mind, mind share, share it's great. of marketing. That's yep. We didn't talk about the story on the show, but the decision of GM to pull their marketing out of Twitter when Musk turned yep. over, everybody yeah. else. I mean, it's a it's an advertising headline too, you know, for them. Like everybody's talking about it, so they probably yeah, did pretty that, well from just the mind share. Well, but. I mean, I don't know, man. No one's talking about it anymore. <laughs> I guess we are. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we are. We but are from the other side of it. From I not saw, the I got two side. emails talking about it this morning. So <laughs> tomorrow, still, <laughs> yeah. Because if you're not GM. Guess what? What Kyle just said about market share. It's like, well, there's a little Go bit of a little bit of an open slot. Kia, Hyundai. Wide open. Twitter's your baby. Yep. Okay, a uh, little more from that. <laughs> In an effort to our marketers to rightly advise. <laughs> Someone meme that. Someone put that. It's Twitter Twitter's your baby. Hyundai Kia, Twitter's your baby. I can already see Someone the picture coming out of that. Check tomorrow's email. <laughs> By the way, if you don't subscribe to our daily email, <laughs> we put stuff like that in there every single every day. day. It is the best, funnest, most informative email and in automotive that you can read in like two or three minutes and laugh on your way to your next email. You can get it at soto.com. All right, still on the marketing story. In an effort to arm marketers to rightly advise leadership, Floor Schultz, uh, Chief Marketing Officer at Analytic Partners, noted pressure to cut budgets in 2023 and said there's a way to use insights to show the board, like your bosses, that cutting your budget will not only harm your business in the short term, but the impact long term is very substantial, she said. If you cut your budget and your competitor doesn't, you can lose 15% of your business. So go, go, if, if you're a marketer and you're wondering how to do this, this is actually really easy. You can go look from September to November at news articles surrounding specifically Coca-Cola 
um, from the year of the pandemic, so 2020. If you go back and look at news articles surrounding the research done in the market share that they gained over the pandemic because they exercised an always-on philosophy, you can you can show your butt like here's how even big box retailers saw gains when others pulled back from marketing expense. Yeah, and I mean we just lived through this. When the pandemic happened, there were a select number of dealers who did not shut everything off because they already yep. had a mechanism to talk about things other than their inventory. So when we say marketing, we're not talking about inventory ads because the, the quick flip back could be like, well, what am I going to market if I don't have any inventory? We're not talking about that. We're talking about what your dealership believes, how you serve the community, talk about your people, tell the stories, because that is the thing that actually drives interest when it comes time to buy a car and when it comes time to get your car service, people do business with people they like. We're talking about the big play. We're not talking about inventory ads. There's going to be a lot more on this, but I think taking these insights from outside automotive and starting to think of it, if you're an executive, if you're a GM, right? We want to crack your mind open to this. If you're a marketer, like we want to arm you to tell the story in the right way, because if you're in this audience, we know that you can disproportionately win. I don't have a segue because I don't know if Kentucky's a good basketball team or not. Are they winning? I mean, they normally are, but I hate right. them. So, all right. Well, speaking of going. disproportionately winning, <laughs> Segway. I'm a Duke fan, everyone. I'm a Duke fan. My dad went to Duke, so I apologize if that makes anyone hate me. But you know, I just remember back to Christian Leitner in the early in the early 1990s. Not that he is to you. Let's talk about TikTok. <laughs> not that. Not that he's holding a grudge. No. Uh, so a TikTok video, a story about a Kentucky coal miner who came straight out of a mine and went right into the University of Kentucky basketball game with his young son is going viral. Video features uh, jo coach John Calipari, who grew up in a coal mining family, telling the story of the man sitting in the stands with his face and red beard blackened by coal dust, sitting by his wife and son. So he's in the full gear. You can tell he just walked out of the mine and he's sitting there talking with his son, enjoying a game. And people saw this story. And they started like outpouring and reacting to want to just really just acknowledge this guy and kind of bless the family. Like there were restaurants calling saying we want to want to give him free meals. A dealership called, he mentioned, which is why we're talking about this. A dealership called, we're like, we want we want to give this guy a car, right? I'm so like, good. if there's nothing more American, just to say like, this is just an example of prioritizing your family, working really hard, right? And coal mining, right? It's something that is gonna, it's like dirty work. It's day in and day out, but it keeps all the other things that we have going, going. And then to prioritize your son and just like not worry about what you look like, but I'm going to be there with my son. It's just one of those stories that we had to talk about. I, 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 so I saw this like early this weekend when it first came out and would be lying if I didn't get a little lump in my throat. You know, I've got a, <laughs> I've got a boy and you know, it's like, I don't care what you do, whether you sit in an office like we do every single day or whether you work in a coal mine, like it, it, it is. It's tough to prioritize family. And sometimes you're running and gunning. And especially if you travel a lot or you're working late. And I know that, you know, there are people in dealerships today that will work till 11 o'clock at night and not see their kids for dinner or to put them to bed. And those moments, those times where you get the opportunity to lean into your family are so valuable. And for a coach of a history, a, a history basketball program like Kentucky to call that out and for a community to come around it just shows that the spirit around acknowledging families as an important part of the investment that a father or a mother can make uh, in their daily daily life is that's all the feels, all the goods. Welcome to Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to November. 
Well, look, that's uh, that's our best shot Tuesday. November's just starting. We have a lot of work to do. Already got that feel to it. I have a feeling in 60 days we're going to be like, that was a fireball of two months to close the year.